You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside Access with Jason LaConfora, Ken Wyman, and Tim Barbales. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. Third down and five from the 17. Hill in motion. Jackson runs up to his left. He points to traffic inside the 10 along the hash. And he's outside the, the five, down to the three. Jackson from the gun. Looks to his right now. Runs right up the middle. Gets to the 10. Cuts to the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Ravens. Out of the gun on second down and nine. The handoff goes to Hill. Hill bursts to his Ooh. right. He is smashed at the 48-yard line. But he gets out toward midfield. Some highlights from Saturday night, a game where the Ravens were able to run the football really in the second half with reckless abandon. They they rushed for uh, 229 yards in the game, led by Lamar Jackson's 100, but Justice Hill added 66, and uh, the Ravens coasted to a victory. Do you think the Ravens can have similar success against the Chiefs on Sunday? Well, I, I think um, they can be very effective running the ball. I think they can be very effective running the ball in a multitude of ways. I don't know that they're they can be sort of as exclusive um, in terms of the only explosion plays coming on the ground. Like I, I don't know that that part of the equation is going to work against arguably the greatest playoff quarterback in NFL history. Like I, I think they're going to need some momentum changing plays and they're going to need some chunk yards. Right, we can't put out him with Tom Brady yet. Really? Guy's got seven, six Guy's Super played Bowls. a season worth of playoff games. It's I not hear like you. he's played three or four. He doesn't have six Super Bowls. He's got a passer rating 40 points higher than Tom Brady in the playoffs. That's fine. The, the One of the Super Bowls that he lost, he threw for 500 yards. He's got six rings. Have you looked at have you looked uh, at their numbers? Fine. The, the, you, I'll just answer the question. No, I haven't. But okay. I, <laughs> there you go. So, rings, so moving on. No, moving yes, on. One's I got, think no, the run one's game. got six rings, the other guy doesn't. I didn't we're talking about individual I, playoff brilliance. You said the greatest one played quarterback, thirty years Tom and Brady. one's played six. Well, and he's, he's already played get sixteen playoff games. I, who has a higher winning percentage in the playoffs? One guy's got six rings. Who has who, who has more rings? Who has more rings? You you like to force your argument down my throat. No, who has more okay, rings? First who of has, all, Tim, you, who has more rings? Hey, jackass. Who has more no, rings? You jumped in. Who has more rings? You, Tom Brady. I just don't and, think. In how many years? I just don't think it's worth the argument. It's not an argument yet. When he gets there, yeah, but Tom Brady's the greatest postseason quarterback of all time. So I should wait for his career to be over. I don't think you can argue that Patrick Mahomes is as good as Tom Brady. What do you Brady think is? Tom Brady's career, since you're the expert yes. who did no work and huh. just said you did no work, I, I said what's six Tom rings. Brady's six career rings. playoff rating? Six rings. What's his career playoff rating? Six rings. What's his career playoff six rating? Take genius. Know. I don't hey, know. Football historian. I don't know. Take a guess. I, who's got Throw more rings? Throw a number out there. I of course know. he has more rings. One well, guy's 28 years old. Well, I just until he gets there, I don't know that he's fair How, to argue. What do you think his all time play? Give me a number. Pass.
eviscerating. You look, you cut me off, so uh, you I, know better. I don't know. You know I just, better. I, I just so made take a simple a guess. point. I just made a simple point that take I don't think guess. it's fair to say he's arguably the greatest quarterback okay. of all time. Tom Brady's career playoff passer rating is eighty nine point eight. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is one hundred six point seven. Yeah, far and away. Far and away, of everybody in playoff history, modern era, right? Who's played at least ten playoff games? Brady's, nobody's close to this. But but you're right. I'm an idiot for bringing. I it didn't up. say you're an idiot. Brady's got seven rings. He's got That's seven not rings. The point. That is my point. He's the greatest postseason quarterback of all time. And arguably. you're talking about a career. Uh, yes, you're talking about a career rings. stat. And seven I'm talking rings. about. Okay, here's you know what? Since you since you know all, right? I don't and, know all, and you're not wasting I, our time, I, no, and you're not wasting the listeners' all. time. I just this okay. is an opinion here, here based business. Go. Let's go and apples to seven. apples. Hey, genius, uh, genius, because you working so hard for this yes, show. Yes, yes. Find a 16 yes, game sample yes. size. Okay, okay. And Tom Brady's illustrious uh-huh. career. Find a 16 game sample size mm-hmm. that's better than this Mahomes one, because you know great. what you're talking about. I know he's got seven rings. That's what I know. Stop seven rings. You 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 Seven have a rings. way of make dumbing down on well, dumbness. The, yeah, I know. Everyone I, knows how many rings Tom well, Brady has. Well, that makes has. him the greatest postseason quarterback of all time. Sure, that does. Right? No, it makes him the winningest. No, it makes, it him, makes him the greatest. Him the it makes him the greatest. Let's get to the rushing attack here. That makes him the greatest. Yeah. Okay. It's. Oh, he walked out. Anyhow, rushing attack. For the Ravens against the Chiefs. And we talked yesterday about Isaiah Pacheco and how he could find success against the Ravens on the ground. And the Chiefs, it's kind of a similar thing, Ken, in terms of Ravens, they're 13th in rushing yards allowed per game. Chiefs, they're 18th, 25th in yards per carry, 4.5, which is pretty much identical to what the Ravens give up. And interestingly enough, Ravens giving up the least amount of rushing touchdowns where the Chiefs are fourth fewest. Yeah. Now, are the Ravens going to have the rushing success that they had against Houston? I'm not expecting that. And quite frankly, if they rush for 229 yards, Ken, they might win and win going away by multiple scores. But this is a game where I think Justice Hill is going to be a big-time factor in it. Mm -hmm. And in terms of explosive runs... He's the guy that can provide some wiggle. And he's also a guy that can catch balls out of the backfield. And with this Ravens rushing attack, it's going to be about wearing down that Chiefs defense, which I think they can do. No, absolutely. I, I feel like the, we watched the Bills be able to run all over the Chiefs last week. And I think there is, and I think Jason's right in this, and hopefully he'll be back soon, uh, that he, they there is some... There are some gains to be made in the running game, but I don't think you can be exclusively running heavy. You, you're going to have to be able to throw the ball to win this football game, but I do think there are gains to be had in the in the running game. For sure. I mean, Lamar Jackson only had 22 pass attempts against the Texans. I, I would be pretty stunned if he only has 22 pass attempts uh, this week against Kansas City, but... You're going to want to establish the run like the Chiefs are going to to try and keep Patrick Mahomes off the field as well in this football game. And it's also worth noting that Ravens hitting the practice field and the Chiefs yet to, they're an hour behind. 
Willie Gay, I mean, their starting inside linebacker who's a heck of a player, he got banged up mm-hmm. in that Bills game. Yes. If he doesn't, if he's not able to go in this game, that should give the Ravens some more opportunities to run the football as well. By the way, speaking of it, you brought up injuries. Number one, uh, lot, there are a few guys not practicing for the Chiefs, one of them being Isaiah Pacheco, but he expects to play. Joe Tooney, Adam Schefter reporting this morning, unlikely to play in this game. He's got the pec injury. He said a source told him he's going to fight like hell to play, but he is not... Uh, so he's not practicing and unlikely to play. If you're just tuning in, Marlon Humphrey on the practice field, I assume, and I have not seen any of the reporters yet uh, talk about what uh, is on the field today, but I assume that Mark Andrews on the field as well. Yeah, I mean, you would think so. I mean, Ian Rappaport, he put out this morning that he expects Mark Andrews to play. We were talking a lot yesterday. If Andrews practices in full today, he's going to be on the field Sunday, considering he had two full practices last week. Rappaport reporting he's going to play. We were talking, Jason, a little about uh, Pacheco not practicing. He's expected to play. Tooney not practicing, not expected to play. Great. So I can't wait for you to tell us about the Ravens' run game later. Okay, and where how it matches up with the Chiefs. I, I'm I'm dying to hear your insight on that. Okay, well you'll have to tune in. Mm-hmm. Hey, you'd have guess to do what? some work. Guess what? I, uh, uh, guess wise, Carrington Harrison. He's from six ten Sports Radio Kansas City. He joins us at two thirty. Tim Murray from Veasan at three thirty. Last time a AFC Championship game was in Baltimore was 1971. That was January 71. Bill Curry played in that game. He's going to join us at 4 o'clock. Ian Eagle calling the game for Westwood One. Joins us at 4.30. And Phil Sims demanded two segments. So he's on at 5 and 5.15. Cannot wait to hear what Phil Sims, Ian Eagle. I guess Tim Murray will have some. He might have a gambling angle on this game. I would think. But yeah, we got a lot of people who know football inside out. Carrington Harrison, friend of Mahomes. That's right. Does he wonder what, what he a thinks of Patrick Mahomes' sixteen game sample size in the playoffs? Can't wait to find out. Kyle Hamilton. He talked to the media today. He seems like a guy that we say week to week is an X factor. What do we expect from him on Sunday? We'll discuss next year on the fan. The times are going to have to catch and run. Here's a ball tipped and nearly picked. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is the position we wanted to be in, and everything that we've wanted up to date is uh, all at our control. You know, we're a game away from being where we want to be, two games away from completing the mission. But at the same time, we have to be focused on Wednesday practice, going out there having good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Practice and following that up with a week of good practice. But, you know, going against a team like the Chiefs, who's been a juggernaut in the league for a while, it's, it's a privilege, added pressure. But, you know, pressure either makes diamonds or pressure busts pipes. So we're hopefully going to make diamonds out of it. It's all pro safety Kyle Hamilton talking about this game Sunday, and you heard the near interception he had uh, against the Texans. One of the keys is is going to be Travis Kelsey, and a lot of talk on what his role will be defending Travis Kelsey. Ryan, can you play Hamilton talking today about Kelsey? Yeah, I mean, he's a great player in our league, and he's been a great player for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been uh, watching him at this level, and he's earned every ounce of respect that he's gotten to this point and it's going to be a challenge um I'm part of the plan to hopefully take him away but it's a team effort at the same time you know we got to have guys up front rushing the quarterback make it uh unclear on Mahomes and then in the back end you know it's not going to be man-to-man the whole game we got to have guys in the right spots guys attached to him that kind of stuff he says he's part of the plan to stop Travis Kelsey Jason in your mind how big a part of that plan is he I think he's a major part of the plan. I, I don't see a way around it. We talked last week about him showing up more in the second middle half of the field and the deep third of the field, and it happened. And he played in all quadrants. And, you know, Schultz is a nice tight end, but, you know, they don't really have a tight end, too, who does anything. And they only have one receiver you have to worry about, and it's a young quarterback playing on the road for the first time. So I, I don't think that there was any particular matchup. And we talked Nico Collins, right? Yeah. If Stevens wants to follow him, great. If he wants to stay on his side, as long as you got a safety over the top, you know, that, that that shouldn't be too big of a problem. And they don't have the cheetah anymore, and I'm not going to tell you it's the greatest wide receiving core in the world, but it's it's a quarterback doing things in the playoffs we've never seen before. Not even Tom Brady's had a 16-game run like this. Agreed. So... When he throws the ball to Travis Kelsey in the playoffs, 16 games, this I mean, it's it's nuts. He has a career passer rating of 140 throwing the ball to Kelsey in the playoffs. Now, that's 16 games. That's a full season. He completes 80% of his passes to Kelsey for his career. He has 1,356 passing yards in the playoffs just to Kelsey. <laughs> 9.3 yards per attempt. 16 touchdowns in 16 games. One interception. He's thrown to Kelsey 146 times in the playoffs, one of those passes has been picked off. The season's on the line. His first road championship game, the ball's going to Rice, the ball's going to Pacheco, but more than anything else, the ball's going to go to Kelsey. And even when Kelsey's been down a little bit this year and he's looked a little broken down, the target share is still there. Um, I think this is why you got Kyle Hamilton. I'm sure when they sign Marcus Williams, it's like, well, that's why you sign Marcus Williams. But I, I think we know about Marcus Williams and and how it's played out here and how star-crossed it's been and injuries. This is Kyle Hamilton. Yes, he's a hybrid defender, and yes, he can disrupt it all all over the place. But man, if Kyle Hamilton could do the job on Travis Kelsey, that could go a long way to deciding this game. It's not like Mahomes hasn't had success throwing the ball to pretty much anybody. In the playoffs, but I mean, you just look at it, 16 career playoff touchdowns to Kelsey. The next 
The next highest guy is Tyreek Hill with five, and he ain't coming back no, through that he's door. He's not walking in. Well, it's just he knows what time it is. You look at the final three games that Travis Kelsey played in the regular season, he had 13 catches for 88 yards. I mean, you look at the two playoff games, he's gone for over 70 yards at both of them. He had two touchdowns in the last one. And we we talk all season long about Kyle Hamilton being the Swiss Army knife, where Mike McDonald can deploy him in a variety of ways, depending on the opponent, depending on the matchups that present themselves. And... I mean, Hamilton's numbers are just ridiculous mm-hmm. in coverage. I mean, 2.6 yards per target? Crazy. Are you kidding me? 4.9 yards uh, per completion. And he's got that body type that yes. other guys in the secondary yeah. just don't have to where he can match up against a tight end as big as Travis Kelsey. You can run like Travis Kelsey. That is Kyle Hamilton. Well, Jason, a couple things. And you, you pointed out one of them at the time they drafted Kyle Hamilton. You're like, there's nobody to compare him to because of no, his body type. There aren't comps. Yeah, so uh, that's one. And two, how much stock do you put in the fact that until Sunday, Travis Kelsey hadn't caught a touchdown since week 11? I think he was breaking down, um, and the offense was crumbling around him, and some things got predictable. Um, but it's just this is this is the postseason, and certain people are built for it, and certain people rise to the occasion. And this combination, I mean, they've they've surpassed a lot of what Brady did with Gronk. Now I know Gronk wasn't there for the entirety of the Brady run. Brady was two dynasties in one, really. Um, for them to have accomplished this much in 16 games is pretty ridiculous. And Kelsey got the Week 18 bye. And Kelsey looks more spry. He he looks he looks like he knows he's reached the sprint portion of this and the marathon's behind him. And there's, there's no tomorrow. And that has brought out the best in these two to a degree that we have rarely seen in the history of this league. When we were talking about Mark Andrews and the possibility of him coming back into the lineup, we were saying those two guys, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, they have a chemistry that you know no one else on the football team has. That's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey sure. at probably a higher level. And you think of all the schoolyard plays where sometimes Kelsey just has a feel for how the secondary and how coverages are playing him, and he'll find the soft spot in the zone, and Mahomes and him aren't missing a beat. I mean, that connection is special, and clearly it turns it up at the most important time, and that's the postseason. I also wonder, uh, Jason, like Buffalo was so banged up, and especially at linebacker in the middle of the field. Now you take on a Ravens defense that, frankly, is a little... Miami was out of linebackers, too. Yeah, Yeah, so they've had back-to-back weeks of teams that were... Really banged up. Yeah, and look, they're they're Kelsey's dropped way more balls this year than before. And so, is he free of that? Is that a mental thing? Will that creep up? Like, there's been some things with him that have been a little out of character. And Father Time is undefeated, but um, I can't imagine Patrick Mahomes doesn't give him every chance to influence this game in critical situations. Uh, you can live with a Kelsey drop a whole lot more than you can live with a Valdez Scantling drop, or I don't know if Kadarius Tony's going to be playing this game or not. But like they, they've got a whole bunch of guys out there with undistinguished careers who have let the quarterback down. Um, and look, even a down season for Kelsey, he's still a top six tight end in this league, maybe better. Like he, if he plays Week 18, if they need him to play Week 18, he's over a thousand yards. Like mm-hmm. it, it's. It's still a special thing. And again, this time of year, 
it's 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 somewhat unstoppable. I'll say this too, guys. I mean, we've seen tight ends make some hay against this Ravens defense, especially down yes. the stretch. I mean, you think San Francisco, George Kittle, especially at the beginning of that game, was running wide open. Miami, a game in which Kyle Hamilton didn't play. I mean, you got that tight end Smythe who was kind of making things happen as well. So we've seen tight ends have success. Well, and look, the last four road games these guys have played, Kelsey's got 75 yards or more in three of those four games. 75, 28, 81, 91. Um, touchdown in seven of his last playoff games. Nine total touchdowns in that span. And again, 16 in 16 career games with Mahomes. Um, there's going to be red zone critical situations in this game. They're just, there's going to be. And I, look, I'm not saying that it's exclusively a one-on-one matchup and you're always manned up on Kelsey or anything like that. But I got to think Mike McDonald wants more times than not to have Hamilton in the vicinity of Kelsey. I'll also say it again. I think the second tight end, Noah Gray, is going to show up in this game in a couple areas. Now, he's going to be given chances to make plays on the ball, whether that happens or not, whether he drops it, whether he's well defended, whatever. Like, I think he's going to be a little bit of a problem for a team that has struggled in the middle of the field and has struggled against lesser tight ends. Hey, last thing for you, and we've seen tight ends take advantage of the Ravens. You mentioned Kittle and obviously Smythe, and we thought uh, this past week Houston would, would uh, the guy he would eat a little bit too. But all those teams have really good wide receivers. At least Houston's got Nico Collins, San Francisco, we know what they have. Miami, we know what they have. The Chiefs don't have really good wide receivers. No, they don't, but like... If they're open, Mahomes is going to find them. Or sure. he could still throw them open. And Valdez Scantling had two of the biggest catches of the, their yes. season last week. So, like, I mean, yes, they don't. But, like, this guy is on another level. And he's on an even higher level this time of year. And, <clears throat> I mean, I, it's it's special. It's going to take an A game from this defense to come out of that that game scoring well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know, having allowed one fewer point than the Chiefs defense. We're going to go behind enemy lines. Coming up next, Carrington Harrison from 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. We'll get his thoughts on this game next here on The Fan. Ravens and Chiefs Sunday, 3 o'clock. Remember, you can hear the game. Westwood One's coverage is right here on 105.7 The Fan. Ian Eagle on the call. He's going to join us at 4.30. But joining us now from 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City, it's Carrington Harrison. Joins us courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. And Carrington, thank you so much for joining us. So uh, this has been a little bit of a different road for the Chiefs. It used to be the Arrowhead Invitational. They're on the road, but here they are back in the AFC Championship game. 
Yeah, absolutely. It certainly is a different road. I mean, the Chiefs, they played their first road playoff game since 2017. Patrick Mahomes played his first road playoff game of his career. So it certainly has been a different path, but I would say that it has been the exact same result that the Chiefs have found themselves in the AFC Championship game for six consecutive seasons. Carrington, we've talked the past couple of days. Weaknesses on these two really good defenses is the ground game. Ravens and Chiefs near the bottom in terms of yards per carry given up. Is that one of the biggest keys in this football game? Who who, uh, who wins the ground game? Who rushes for the most yards wins? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the playoffs have a way of just whatever your weakness is, it brings it out of you and it forces you to have to win in that fashion. Like if you're a team that doesn't shoot free throws very well in the NCAA tournament, you're going to find yourself late in a scenario where you need to knock down some critical free throws in order to advance to the next round. I absolutely feel like that's the case. For all the changes in football, some things remain the same. Football is a line of scrimmage game. Who can run the football effectively? Obviously, Baltimore is the top-running team in the National Football League. Kansas City has really really utilized Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco over the last couple of weeks. And then it comes down to who can stop the run. Houston last week couldn't stop the run, so you don't have any chance of beating the Baltimore Ravens. Kansas City, if they're going to go on the road and steal this one, they're going to have to be much better against the run than we saw last week. We were just chatting, Carrington, about Travis Kelsey um, and what he's looked like recently and obviously what he's looked like in the playoffs throughout his time with Patrick Mahomes, which is ridiculous. Um, have you guys thought from your end of it about this matchup and a Kyle Hamilton maybe being manned up on him a little bit and um, what what could happen if they do the job on Kelsey, given that, you know, outside of Rice, there hasn't been a whole lot, you know, for Mahomes to count on. I actually think Noah Gray is going to have an interesting game too, but. Yeah, I mean, I would say that the feeling of in Kansas City is pretty optimistic around Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. especially after last week. And I think, I think this team really needed the Week 18 pseudo buy. They didn't yes. get the traditional one seed the way that we saw that Baltimore did, and I think they really needed. I mean, you got to really think that people don't talk about this with Kansas City. You basically have to add an extra season on for Kansas City over the last five years because every year they've been playing three or four postseason games, and I think you really saw that those added up. I think that last week where Mahomes didn't play, Pacheco didn't play, Kelsey didn't play, Snead didn't play, where the the great deal of the core of this team didn't play, I think did wonders for Pacheco, who's had 39 carries the last two weeks, and I think it did wonders for Travis Kelsey. He went seven games without having a touchdown, and he scored two last week. He just looks healthier. Mm -hmm. He's just running with with a different burst, a different bop. So I think for the most part, people here are very optimistic about Travis Kelsey heading into Sunday. We're talking to Carrington Harrison, Inside Access here on The Fan. It's Wednesday, so it's early in the week, but your opinion, uh, Joe Tooney and Willie Gay, do you think they play? And if they don't, how big are these losses? I am probably more confident in Willie Gay playing than I am with Joe Tooney. I mean, the tweet that we got earlier from Adam Schefter, I mean, Adam Schefter doesn't get that information and put it out there if he's not hearing it from inside the building that, it is probably leaning towards Tooney not playing, but obviously it's the AFC Championship game. He's going to give it a go. I think the Chiefs have a pretty solid offensive line, but Tooney certainly is the best offensive lineman that they have. We're talking about a guy who's a first-team All-Pro. He's been a part of Super Bowl team. He's been a part of two winning organizations with New England and Kansas City. So him not being there, we're talking about establishing Isaiah Pacheco, and Joe Tooney certainly goes a long way. He would be a critical loss. And then – If you look at the defensive side with Willie Gay Jr., what was confusing to me last week watching that Ravens game was 
Houston acted like they didn't know that Baltimore wanted to run the ball with yeah. their quarterback. Like too many times I'm seeing Lamar just run free. And I think that you need a guy like Willie Gay to kind of play a spy and stay home on Lamar Jackson. So these are two obviously very important guys for Kansas City. I'm probably more hopeful that Willie Gay is going to play versus Joe Tooney. Carrington, we've already talked about Travis Kelsey being another key cog in their passing attack. Rasheed Rice, the rookie second-round pick, he's only gotten better and better as the year's gone on. Uh, Just talk about his development throughout his rookie season. No, he's had a fantastic rookie year. It's kind of funny because leading into the game against Philadelphia, he was having an okay rookie season, but the Chiefs, they were hesitant for whatever reason to really lean into hey, this is a guy that we need to make a focal point of our offense. And then after the game against Philadelphia, you remember they had the big drop from MBS, and they just completely changed, I guess, how they kind of deviated with the target. And they really started to feature Rasheed Rice. I think some of it is, you know, someone has to, someone has to leave the team and score. Like someone has to get points on a bad team. And Rasheed Rice is the best of a bad option. But he's really grown. He's really good yard after catch. This isn't an offense that's going to beat you downfield the way that we've seen in years past, but he's a guy that's going to get six to eight targets, and he's going to be able to make a couple of guys miss. A lot of rumblings about Andy Reid, uh, and maybe this being it. It doesn't pass my sniff test. What 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 are, are people concerned about this at all out there? I got a lot of respect for Mike Florio, but Mike Florio is the only person that is having this conversation yeah. about Andy Reid and potentially retiring. I would be surprised if Andy Reid retires at the end of the season. Obviously, I don't know Andy's home life. I don't know his health. But he he is 65 years old. Pete Carroll just retired at 70. Saban just retired at 70. To me, we are probably four or five years early in having this conversation. He is, for what we know, he is a healthy 65-year-old man who obviously loves playing this game. And if you're in the middle of a dynasty, which I believe the Kansas City is, I just don't really see too many historical precedents of a guy just walking away during the middle of it. So at least right now, I would be surprised if he retired. If you're going to ask me about Travis Kelsey, I would be very surprised if he retired at the end of the season. I think for the most part, the core of this team is all coming back next year. Carrington, the the Chiefs offense got going this past week against Buffalo, but that's a banged-up defense that, quite frankly, by the end of the year wasn't very good. The Ravens' defense is just the opposite. Are you confident that this Chiefs Chiefs offense can move the football regularly against this defense? I am confident. I I, I guess this is the one thing I would kind of push back on with Kansas City, and I get it. I actually don't think that Kansas City's offense is now any different than it was five, six weeks ago. They have just leaned into finally giving Isaiah Pacheco the ball, and this team stopped turning the ball over. During the regular season, they were minus 11 in turnover, turnover differential. Every team after them in turnover, turnover differential fired their coach this offseason. That was a major problem for this team last year, or last, uh, this season. It hasn't been so far during the postseason. Patrick Mahomes, he hasn't thrown an interception in his last five postseason games. They've won all of their five postseason games. That's 168 passes that Patrick Mahomes has thrown in the, inter, uh, in the playoffs without throwing an interception. So to me, that's been the biggest thing. As you guys know, like these, every possession matters so much, and they're so critical that you can't give one or two away. Every team that's won so far this postseason, their quarterback hasn't thrown an interception. I think that's the biggest change with Kansas City's offense more than anything. It's just it's just simple ball security from its offense. Well, he's no Tom Brady, but Patrick Mahomes has played three <laughs> straight playoff games without a sack or a turnover. 
uh, that's never happened in NFL playoff history before. Yeah, no, and, and, and that makes perfect sense. Like, I, I was really impressed. Like, one thing that I am curious about with the Chiefs heading into it is Houston had six penalties on their offensive line, mm. and it was obvious that the crowd was a major factor in this game. Jawan Taylor, the right tackle for the Chiefs, he was flagged 21 times during the regular season He's a jumper. this year. He, he is absolutely a jumper. Now, last week, last week they did not have a penalty on the offensive line. They had one, but it got it was offsetting penalties, so we're not counting that. They only had two penalties in the game. Are you going to get that same offense? Because what happened a lot of times this past year were drops, penalties, and turnovers. You would either get a drop yeah. from Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. I told you that that they were minus eleven in turnovers, or what would happen? I mean, it happened in the uh, in the game against Miami. Kansas City would score a touchdown. Rice caught a screenplay. Oh, wait, there's a flag on the play. Holding on Jawan Taylor. Now you take a touchdown off the board. Now it's third and 14. Chiefs stall out. Now they have to kick a field goal. You can maybe do that against Miami and Buffalo. You cannot do that on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. Well, Carrington, how do you see Sunday playing out? Do the Chiefs get back to the Super Bowl? I'm really torn. This is what I'm torn. I actually think that Baltimore is the better of the two teams. Mm-hmm. They have the better offense. They have the better defense. I think if we went like one through 53 on the roster, Baltimore would probably win that argument. But Patrick Mahomes, he has been an underdog 11 times in his career. Kansas City is 9-1-1 one, and one against the spread. <laughs> history, history tells me if you were going to give me points to Patrick Mahomes to be on that side, so for that reason, I'm going to continue to ride Patrick Mahomes as an underdog because history tells me to be on the side of Patrick Mahomes. 8-0-1 against the spread career as a road dog. It's just, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, so right now he, he is at 13 postseason wins. Yes. If you add up Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson, they combined have 12 postseason wins. If Patrick Mahomes wins this game and he gets to 14, he will be tied with John Elway in terms of playoff with just it incredible, is incredible start to his career. He'll actually be tied with Peyton Manning if they win on Sunday with postseason wins at 14 apiece. And he, have his, he has as many Super Bowls as Peyton Manning as well. I mean, he has just had a tremendous start to his career at 28 years old. Hey, Carrington, you do a, a weekly with him. I'm just curious. You know him better than most people. Like, Patrick Mahomes, the the guy, is he a good dude? What do you think of him? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that there's like, there's kind of three versions of Pat. Like whenever we talk to him in the summer, super laid back, coolest guy (laughs) in the world. Then you got regular season Pat, a little bit more guarded. Then you got playoff Pat, laser focused. So, I mean, it, it, I would say last week you could kind of tell just based on his tone. Like I've talked to him enough that I can tell when he's annoyed by something. That last week, the whole conversation about not having a road playoff game, you just get tired of hearing about it. All right, I'm finally ha- I'm happy that we are here. And it also was against Buffalo, a team that they have matched mm-hmm. up really well against over the last couple of years. If you guys remember last year during that show, the quarterback, they showed a conversation that he had with his friend. And you remember it was Buffalo playing Cincinnati. And his friend said, who do you want to play? And then he said, well, we actually match up better against Buffalo, but I want to play Cincinnati because I'm tired of them talking. (laughs) I think he had that same mindset going up against this game. Like, Buffalo did a lot for the last three years. It was, hey, when you guys come to Buffalo, when you guys come to Buffalo, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. Well, we saw what happened on Sunday. That was the same game I've seen for the last four years. Carrington Harrison, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. 
I appreciate you guys. Thanks a lot for Thank having you. me today. Hey, coming up next, we go to the league at large, and uh, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, we'll hear from them next here on The Fan. Yeah, there's no weakness there. It's going to take our best effort. Um, defense, offense, special teams, they do it all. It's always a great challenge, and uh, that stadium's going to be rocking, so uh, we're excited for the challenge. We did hear it all week, man, about playing a road game, and we were we were here to prove a point, man, and to show that we can play anywhere, and we know we're going to have a heck of a challenge this next week, but our guys are going to get ready to go and uh, go out there and see what we can do. Patrick Mahomes talking about uh, playing the Ravens, and they're going to need a special effort on offense, defense, special teams, and obviously we saw the effect the 12th man could have against Houston. He knows it's going to be loud there Sunday. Yeah. Um, again, it's going to take a village to, to, to beat this Andy Reid-Patrick Mahomes thing in the playoffs. It's happened three times. Uh, the Bengals once, and that that Bengals defense, and I, I, I'm sure that McDonald's looking at a lot of that as well, right? Like the Bengals and the Titans have been two teams who that defense, even when it's been eh, against some other teams the last three years, mm-hmm. has found a way to get to Mahomes. Now you could say, well, yeah, dummy, because sometimes their front four just absolutely gets off, and when that happens, you know, that's how Tom Brady lost Super Bowls. But to this point, it's Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. Who's the only quarterback to best Patrick Mahomes in the postseason ever? Yeah, it's going to take everybody uh, for the Ravens to get past him because you just know that type of animal. But that being said, I like this Ravens defense. I mean, I, I like their ability. Say it a million times. The key is going to be slowing down Pacheco. If they can make the Chiefs one-dimensional I like the Ravens in this matchup because I like their secondary against their pass catchers. I like Kyle Hamilton going up against Travis Kelsey like we were talking about earlier. And you got a rookie in Rasheed Rice who's talented, but I like what the Ravens had. Uh, let's go with some off-the-field stuff. Jason, the Titans made the Brian Callahan hire official. They also promoted Rand Carthon to executive vice president GM. And Chad Brinker has been promoted to president of football ops. What does all this mean? The football side, good luck, because I don't think she wants to spend any money. Uh, but I think the most important thing for Ravens fans is Callahan's dad's going with him. And Callahan's dad, Bill Callahan, is one of the best offensive line coaches of this or any era. And I think he had a whole lot to do. I mean, think about all the injuries the Browns suffered and what they still managed to do. And I'm telling you, Stefanski leaned on him for a whole lot more than just, you know, blocking schemes. Uh, he was basically, I, I'd say, like the associate head coach of that team. Like he's the there, there's usually a guy on staff who that coach relates to. The head coach, especially a young head coach, relates to the most, has the strongest relationship with, and that guy's been through the wars as a head coach himself on the offensive staff. And Stefanski's an offensive coach. That guy was Bill Callahan. So, um, the Titans, good luck. It's going to be a long rebuild. I'm not a big Will Levis guy. We'll see, but. The Browns losing Daddy Callahan's a big deal. And we knew that the Titans' head coaching job was filled by Callahan, but we brought this up a little bit yesterday. Were there four vacancies open or four vacancies left head coaching-wise? You have to start feeling good that at a minimum one of the Ravens' coordinators are staying. I mean, most likely. I I would just say the Belichick and – Harbaugh stuff, like, people... I mean, there were people five days ago telling you that Belichick to Atlanta was done yeah. and they were negotiating contracts. Stop it. Stop it. No. And it still ain't done now. So, and even with Harbaugh, it ain't over till it's over. 
Until you put pen to paper and agree to that coaching budget, not just for him but his entire staff, it ain't over. So if if one or both of them fall apart, then now there's obviously more balls in play. The interesting thing, though, is with Harbaugh, Atlanta wants to talk to him. With Belichick, nobody else wants to talk to him. Yeah, and even, I mean, Atlanta's talked to everybody. So, yeah. like, and again, like, if you study this stuff, it's usually the first guy you interview or the last guy you interview in the first round of interviews often tells the tale. Like, if you don't get the first audience with a guy like Harbaugh who seemingly has other, we know at the very least you can go back to Michigan for a kajillion dollars. So, if you're not in first with that guy, you're probably, it's probably not a match. So, to me, it's the Chargers or bust. Like, if Atlanta was a match, Atlanta would have been fighting the Chargers to get in front of them at first. Yeah, we'll meet your budgets. Yeah, you can take over our building. So, I, I, I'm i not – I mean, I think he's, Atlanta's probably just being used yeah. by him. Joe Barry out in Green Bay. It's surprising. <laughs> Look, they, they turned some things up in the late in the season, and that defense definitely improved, but there was a lot lacking throughout the year, and – that's a coveted job. I mean, the quarterback looks like he's the next elite, elite Green Bay quarterback. So when you know, like that team with that kid in his first year as a starter scored over 25 points a game on the road. Like, and I know you'd say, well, wait, it just got a guy fired. Well, it got a guy fired because his side of the ball wasn't enough. But like, that's a pretty good subsidy to know in. Know you're getting elements, right? You're getting weather. You're getting a real home field advantage. And you're getting an offense that on the road went up and put up 25 Per game while this kid was figuring it out. That's a coveted job. Uh, sort of subplot for their offseason, Jason. It is kind of crazy saying this. Jordan Love's eligible for a contract extension. Yes, he I is. I mean, could you see the pack? They jumped in early on Rodgers before yeah. these rules were even implemented like this in this CBA. I believe, I think it would have been right around... The new CBA changed in 09, I think, and his third season, but first as a starter was 08. But no, I don't think it mattered then. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that they're gonna want they're gonna do something with him. Don't worry about that. I mean, they're gonna try like hell to do something with him. Coming up next, it's a day for us. Every day is a good day for a six pack. Today's six pack, the six biggest advantages we think the Ravens have. We'll give you ours next here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.